So, so we're gonna do this again, Patsy. You know <laughs> round, why? Round two. Because they're so impressed the first time they want to do it again. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we're just gonna kind of go over the same type of things as that we did last time, as far as just uh, you know, not necessarily anything really about AY. It's more about uh, your what you did in the past. And so, um, am I you know, proud of it? Yeah, and are you proud of it? <laughs> uh, some things not. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> we about that. We won't go into that. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about the stuff you're not proud yeah. of. You know, we should get Dawn here next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. She'd be a peach. She yeah. has dirt. She's I'm got, sure old, she's got oh, God, yeah. She's got yeah. plenty of dirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I can show videos of you if you'd like to start off with that. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Yep. He always, he always brings that up. <laughs> he always brings that up. I got videos of you. I'm like, okay, I'll shut up now. Because it's, it's true. Where it was so bad that, that that I can't believe that when you were trying to sing that, that they would actually change the words on you. They did several times. <laughs> several times. They did? But they, you were but they, singing? Well, yeah. Mm. And then they wow. went back to the original words the following day. Yeah. Yeah. They changed the words on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chinese, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. So. <laughs> Um, so, so when you talk, so when we're, when we're, whoa, <laughs> off to a good Just start. Just a stroke. Did this side of my <laughs> face, you know, collapse or, um, tell us a little bit about your history as far as, um, you know, you, when you were in the pump business, what, uh, what'd you do when you start? That's, before that, that, AY. Yeah, before AY. Um, well, when I got married, uh, my father-in-law owned a, um, a pump installation company and I started there, um, in 91, um, and then I did, I worked for that for probably two years and then I bought the business, that part of the business from him. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was 90, 90, probably till when I started here 16 years ago. So, and I learned on the fly. I didn't so know what, it. What kind I of pumps were you installing? Like what were you actually um, doing? We did submersible pumps. Um, we did, uh, um, jet pumps and booster pumps mostly. And I learned on the fly, School of Hard Knocks. I had, I did, I didn't know anything about it when I started. So, so the first two years when you didn't own the business, you're doing all that. Mm-hmm. Is there one part that you liked best? I mean, is there a certain type of pump that you're like, okay, we got that pump, we can do that easy? What you know, is there anything along those lines? Submersible pumps are always the easiest for me. Um, jet pumps, you can go and you can try to, uh, you can try and. For, or uh, troubleshoot it, yeah. and it may take a half an hour. With a submersible pump, in 15 minutes, you maybe you can know uh, if it takes you that long. Did you drill the hole then too? No, no, we didn't do any drilling at all. Okay, we're this close to buying a drilling rig and never bought one, yeah. so I'm glad we didn't. That had to take a lot of the. Uh, I mean, that's that's a lot of the work when you're doing the submersibles, isn't it? But is, as far as, as far as the, as far oh, as the, the drilling, drilling, yeah, 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 the drilling. You right now, if you if you were a, a drilling company, you would have on site, just on site, you'd probably have between two and two and a half million dollars sitting there. So you got to drill a lot of wells wow. to uh, pay for that. Yeah. So. so during those first two years, what did you do when you didn't own the business? And did it change when you did own the business? Um, I, I did the majority of the, of the, the pump work there. Um, there was another guy that would help me if I needed it, but he pretty much sent me out on my own and said, go learn, and that's what I did. And then after I bought the business, then there was a lot of the paperwork and stuff behind it, but I was uh, pretty much a one-man show, mm-hmm. but I would take my uh, – Don would go out and help me. and I, my Your better da- half. Yeah, my better half. <laughs> and then uh, my dad would help me also. 
So, um, but it was, you're on call 24-7, and when somebody's out of water, you go. Yeah. Where, like, where are some examples of places that you're installing these pumps at? Um, dairy farms, um, residential houses that are out in the out in the county, like my house. Um, um, I don't know if you guys are on city water or if there's wells there. We're on city. Now. Okay, yeah. okay. There used to be wells. There up used there. to be. Yep. yep. Um, I had a lot of. I did a lot of subdivision work. You did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, whereas um, we had, there was one um, city contract that they had with Asbury. But then um, we ended up selling that to back to the city. Right. So, but yeah, there's we did mostly up up to probably ten horse, um, maybe ninety gallons a minute would probably be the biggest one that we would do. What's the biggest pain in the ass job that you had as far as the pump industry is concerned? When you own the business, you know, I don't paperwork aside and all that, the 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 actual installs and that sort of thing. Um, the thing that I didn't like the most was chasing money. Yeah. Um, that part of it was always um, hard. Um, I remember one job I went out on. <laughs> this was uh, this was on a on a Monday morning. I'll never forget this because I knew knew the person. Um, I didn't know her very well, but I knew who she was. And I went out to her house, and she had three little ones. Bing, Bing, Bing. And her husband just left her. Oh, jeez. And she didn't have any water. Well, she needed a new pump, new wire. Oh, gosh. And um, a new pipe, so she needed brand, a brand new. And it, the bill was it was pretty high because the pump that she needed was was expensive. Well, I put it all in for her, and I told her, I said, "You pay me what you can pay me, and then you pay me whatever you can pay me during each month, and we'll call it good." Mm-hmm. Well, I lost money on it, but I got her water, and to this day, she still remembers right. what I did. So that that part of it was nice. Um, you know, if, if I've been to places where they've had a house full of people on Thanksgiving Day or New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, and they call and they're out of water and you go and get them water, and that's, you know, that's gratifying. Sure. Yeah, people don't realize uh, how important it is until it's not there. Yeah. It's just one of those things that we just always assume will be there. You just turn, you turn on, on the faucet, faucet and boom, there, there it is. is. <laughs> well, and then it doesn't, and then if you don't have it, then... It always seemed like th- Thanksgiving Day, we always ended up pulling a pump. <laughs> I don't know why it was. but um, Don doesn't even set him a place at the no, table. No, no, He's no. He's just no. not coming. Yeah, he yeah. set the saran wrap next to your plate. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Um, but it, I enjoyed the. I enjoyed doing it. When did you know you wanted to get into it? When did I know I wanted yeah. to get into it? Um, I, always, I always was intrigued by what her dad did. Um, and then I just decided, you know what, I, I, back then when we first got married, I wouldn't have been very good sitting in an office. Right. I'd much rather be out with people and around people. So what did you do before you started um, in the business with your father-in-law? I delivered bread. I graduated from, I graduated, and then I was working at the bakery, and you, you can make pretty good money at the bakery, and so I was doing that. But that was uh, something that getting up at, 
2 o'clock in the morning and being done by 2 o'clock in the afternoon wasn't going to fly. I was, so. I was just going to say, yeah. what time did you have to get up? But then my question was going to be, what time did you have to stop going to the bars in order to get <laughs> to work at 2 a.m.? Because well, they're probably then, not going to bed at two before 2 a.m. Back then you were young and stupid. You yeah. just got to make sure you can pass the test yeah. before you yeah, pass exactly. the thing. So. That's when we could bounce back. Uh -huh. yes. You, you yeah. can do that right now. Can't I know. You? No. Get up at 2 a.m.? Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh -huh. I don't think so. Uh -huh. So we mentioned Don. We know that you have more family than just Don. So tell us about the rest of your little tribe. Um, my daughter, Nicole, is 29 and Tyler's 25. Uh, Nicole's getting married. Um, one of the things that I had a hard time with at first was balancing work and family. Because since I was always on call, I was gone all the time. And I remember, I, I remember it was a... We're working over in Asbury, and they had a problem over there. I think, I think it was pump-related. Anyway, we were there till 9 o'clock at night. And I got home just in time to, to say goodnight to her before she went to bed. And we didn't have Tyler then. And I remember putting her, she was already in bed, and I went up and I was talking to her. And, and she said, Daddy, you work, you work too much. You're not here enough. Yeah. You're not here. I'm like, yeah, i got to figure out something yeah. to do. Right. So, but we got it all figured out. And, um, I'm sure they all appreciate it now. Sure. Yeah, definitely. What's uh, so what's the uh, what's the biggest changes that you've seen in the industry from um, from the time that you started to to today? You know, the the one the one change now. Um, I don't know if it's a change. It's something that bothers me the most about the industry. Is there's there's a certain amount of people in the industry and for some reason don't think that you need to, that you should get paid for what you do. Mm. Um, they give it away and they give it away. Um, one, because they don't know how much it a, a job actually costs to go out and actually do that job. They haven't looked into the business side of it. If they looked into the business side of it, they would say, you know what? I now understand why at the end of the month I don't have as much as I need. Mm -hmm. um, they've cheapened up the, the business part of it. Um, that's the part that bothers me the most. I mean, you look at something, you're, you're working with a natural resource. Um, you have to get CEUs to move along. You have to carry a license in most states. So you need to be paid for that. Um, and there's a lot of people that... They buy a truck, they throw a hoist on it, they go out and they do work, and then they don't get paid for what they do. And that, that bothers me the most. And there just seems to be that there's, there's still a lot of those people out there that, that, that keep, instead of being up here, they keep everything down here. And um, so. Yeah, but. that must make it tough for the other mm -hmm. businesses that are. Um, mm -hmm have a better understanding of the value that they're providing in terms of service, their time spent, the knowledge that they have, all of those yeah. things yeah. cheapens that a little bit. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. What if, uh, what if, what if Tyler and Nicole or, or Nicole come back home and say, you know what, Dad, I'm going to get in the pump business. What piece of advice would you give them? Um, one, that would never happen because, I, <laughs> because they saw what I went through, being out late at night. And, and um, they, you know, when you, when you, most of the time, kids and other people see you're there till, 
nine or ten o'clock at night. They don't see when you go out and pull a pump and you start at eight and you're done at noon and these people have water and they're very grateful for what that you did. They don't see that part. Yeah. They always see the bad stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I think the, the 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 advice that I could give them that would be helpful the most is be true to what you are and who you are. Treat people right and things will be okay. Yeah. But it's a it's a it's like being in farming. It's an awful expensive business to get into if you're gonna get into it right, especially if you want to do the drilling. And a lot of hard work. And a lot of hard work. I mean yeah. you gotta be willing to be you're on call my mom always said, um, you're on call like a doctor, but you get paid like a plumber. Yeah. She always told me that. Because she knew. She saw it but Yeah, you mentioned farming, so and you, you earlier you said dairy farms. I would mm-hmm. imagine that there is a sense of urgency when oh, yeah. a dairy farm loses When a dairy water. farmer called, you went, you dropped everything you're doing because time is money to those guys because if they can't, those cows can't drink, they can't produce milk. And it was always funny because we always, we had everything on our truck that, that we needed to fix that. Now, there's some parts of the country, um, even some down in Cedar Rapids, where a guy will go out and he'll pull a pump and... He doesn't do a very good job of troubleshooting it, so he'll take it to one of our customers. They'll troubleshoot the pump, and then they'll turn around and go back. Well, if I would have pulled off a site, at least around here in our county, if I would have pulled off a site to go have somebody check something, they'd have called somebody else to come in behind me. Yeah, They so want it fixed right now. They want right it fixed away. right now because time's money for them, guys. So similar to that, I was kind of thinking about what you are talking about, but do you remember one particular case where you are just out there and it was like, Oh crap! If I don't get this started soon, it's going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad news. Mm-hmm. I remember um, there was a dairy farmer um, called me at uh, it was like two thirty in the morning, and it was cold. It snowed. It was windy, and his son perfect was, working conditions. Yes, <laughs> his son was out partying, and he came home at two o'clock, oh. wanted to take a shower, no water. So then they called me. And um, that's one of the reasons that I have my, my phone number on my business card. And I hand it out, and they can call me anytime they want. But I was out there, at, I'll never forget this, I was out there at 2.30 in the morning, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I had nobody to call. I mean, I wasn't going to call my father-in-law because he was still in bed. Right. But after going back and, and backtracking and figuring out what it was, um, or going back and looking at things, I figured out that it was the um, they had a they had a windmill above the well, and it was a the the windmill was abandoned, but they still had it up there. But they ran the electrical wires from there over to the house, and going into the house, there was a loose connection. So every time the wind would blow, the lights would dim in the house, and the pump wouldn't run. It took me a while. To, that was one of the first ones. I wouldn't say one of the first ones I went out on, but that took me a while to figure it out. So we just had to call an electrician with the boom truck, and so it wasn't even a pump issue. No, I mean, it's, essentially, no. you didn't. They didn't have water, right? So I was the first one they called. Sure. But we were out there probably. I think I rolled back in about six o'clock in the morning on that one because I waited till the electrician got there to make sure that they had um, that they had power, yeah. and and uh, um, made sure they had water. I had a, one other one that was was uh, really exciting was a uh, guy got hit by lightning and he took a direct hit it actually knocked a guy 
No, the the house. Oh, the but they had a. Did you say a guy? Yeah. Okay. He said it the was guy's an house. exciting story. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say a guy got hit by lightning. But okay. he had uh, he had the phone box knocked off the wall. You tripped the breakers in the breaker box and whatever. So we got him. We got him water, but I t- but there was a bunch of uh, uh, electrical um, the breakers that were um, they they were pushed back over, and I said I'm not. I'm not flipping those over. We're going to oh. have to call an electrician to get out of here because he's going to have to make sure that there's no shorts or whatever. So I called an electrician. Well, anyway, the electrician was upstairs, and he said, um, okay, flip the one over, but tell me where it's at. So I, I said, I'm going to flip the one over in, the, in one of the bedrooms. So I flipped it over, and all of a sudden, it took about 30 seconds, and he yelled, he yelled down to me, turn it off and come up here right away. So I went up there right away, and what happened was – when I flipped that over, there, it arced through the outlet underneath a bed and caught. It was right after school was over, so this kid had his, he had his papers underneath the desk yeah. or underneath his bed. What caught those on fire? Really? And it was rolling up behind the bed when I got upstairs. And oh was that gosh. fast? Yeah. And so the lady was there, um, and I said to her, do you have a fire extinguisher? And she said, yeah, it's downstairs. So she went downstairs and got it. Brought it back up, and I opened up the door. Now the room, the room was full of smoke. I pulled the pin on the fire extinguisher. Phew, nothing. Okay. And I said to her, I said, Do you have, is there any more? In the, in the meantime, the electrician had called the fire department, 911. So she said, I have, there's one other one downstairs. So she came back upstairs. Well, it was a bigger one. Well, when they got up there, the flames were already rolling across the top of oh, the no. ceiling. I mean, this house was going to burn down. Right. So I went in there, and... Um, I got it knocked down, and then the fire department came, and I remember going outside, and her husband was outside because he was a pig farmer. Yeah. He, was, he was outside with the pigs, and he said, and I told him, I said, what was going on? I said, the fire department's on their way. We got it knocked down, but they're going to they're gonna be here. And he said to me, he says, don't let them knock a hole in the wall. I'm like, okay, no. I said, and then I found out, um, I found out the hard way that, that fire extinguishers are designed to take the oxygen out of the air. That's how that. Because oxygen feeds the fire. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a mask on. Well, I'm breathing all that stuff. Yeah. And I got into my lungs, and so I ended up in the emergency room because oh my gosh. I didn't, didn't think. But um, yeah, that was, those were two of the probably ones that I remember the most. I yeah. Mean, I got cold on an awful lot of jobs. But those are the two that I remember the most. Wow. Yeah, stopping someone's house from burning down would be a memorable moment when you're did, just showing up yeah. to fix a pump. Did the house yeah. burn down? No. I mean, no. was it just contained basically? I mean, it was smoke contained and stuff in like that. that they had smoke right. um, damage through the house, but yeah. it was contained just to that room. But they come up and knocked a whole bunch of holes in the wall. What different, you know, you talk about the, so far you've talked about electricians a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Is, is that who you run into the most as far as the different industries? Is, you know, is the electricians, or is there any other kind of you know special group of people that you 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 run into more often? Um, a lot of times, if um, if somebody's out of water, the homeowner will call an electrician. Really? Yeah, because you know there's no power. Or let's say they have a let's say they have a, a storm and the power gets knocked uh-huh. out. Well, then. Um, Things get turned on, and then they don't have any water, so they call an electrician. Well, electrician, typical electrician, they they're not very well versed on the pump stuff, and so 
I get out there, and then the, they said, well, the electrician, electrician said this and said that, and, well, that's not what was wrong. And so, but I would say probably electrician is the one you run into the yeah. most. And you're saying that what, when they call the electrician because, like, the submersible went out. They're, yeah. They're I mean, their, their power is out, and it goes back on, and so now they don't have water. So it's like, okay, it, we went out because I didn't have power, so I'm calling the electrician. Yeah. Yeah, as a homeowner, you're yeah. a homeowner. They're not. Mm -hmm. They're gonna no. have to know that's gonna be the next logical yep. step. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. So. so around here, sump pumps. They're big. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. you need a sump pump around here. Mm -hmm. How many times have you ran out there and something as simple as like a sump pump not plugged in or sump pump not turned on or you know, does that happen a lot? Um, I wouldn't say it happens a lot, but I would say the thing that that thing that happens the most is when it does start to rain around here. Yeah. <clears throat> then the the sump pump is supposed to run and it doesn't run. Well, they'll I'll turn over the pump and they'll have a, maybe a stick or a rock or something's in there, and by then their basement's already flooded. Yeah. Um, I always made sure. Um, I always ran mine every, like it. Um, if it if it didn't like the house that I have now, mine doesn't run at all, never. But I still go on. I fill up the jar just to make sure it does run, just in case of if I ever do have water. But there's a lot of people that that they they just wait till it rains, and then when it rains, if it doesn't work, it's too late because their basement's flooded. Right. How often do you do that? How often do I do mine? Mm -hmm. um, I probably every three, four months, but I make sure that I if it starts raining here in April, I'll be out there in March putting yeah putting water. It's in one the of those jug. things that you don't know it's not going to work until it's too late, and then like you, you said, step you have off water the last in the step and. Squish. Squish. Yep. Ugh. Huh. Interesting. So, so you've been in pumps, I think, what, we've figured 30-some 30, 30 years? 30 years, 30-plus. 30 so I'm sure when you were a little kid that was like, I'm going to go into pumps. That's probably not unless you grew up with, yeah. you know, family that did mm -hmm. that. We've talked to last um, person we talked to, he's a plumber. And his, that was what his dad did. So he knew mm -hmm. from the time he was very small that that's what he wanted to do. But what did, what did little Potsy want to be when he grew up? <laughs> I wanted to own a sporting goods store. You did? Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I played sports my whole life, so I wanted to own a sporting goods store. And the reason I got into this, I always tell my father-in-law, is your way of getting back at me for marrying your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it was a test. Let's yeah. see yeah. how tough this guy is. <laughs> so, but no, I... I always wanted to own a sporting goods store. You know, they had Conert's downtown, and I always thought yeah. that was pretty cool down there. But, yeah, I always wanted to do that. So. What sports did you play? Uh, baseball. Cool. Good. Um, did you grow up, grow up in Dubuque? Mm -hmm. I, lived for, um, I lived for almost five years out in Denver, but then I came did back. You? Mm -hmm. What did you do out there? I worked at um, um, Johnstone Supply. It was a um, heating and air conditioning ventilation company. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So so when you sold so when you sold the business, what 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 uh, made you come to AY McDonald? Um, I I knew Scott for a long time, and then who's Scott? Uh, Scott Knapp. Yep. He's one of the family members. Okay. I knew him for a while. I installed AY McDonald. By the homes. way, I knew that. I was just telling the customer. <laughs> yeah. Just for, for future yeah, reference. Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, You're so fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I installed AY McDonald pumps for 10 of the 15 or 16 years that I was in business, so I knew Scott. Um, 
we our building was bought by the state, and so they're putting a they're going to put the the um, a different lane over there by Menards. So they bought our building, and and I had if I was going to get out of it, um, the pump business, that would be the time. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to be on call for 24 hours, seven days a week for the rest of my life. And so the day we signed, we signed on a Friday to sell the building to the state. And on Saturday or on Sunday, I always looked in the paper to see what the want ads were because I wanted to know who was hiring. And so I saw an ad from A.Y. McDonald, and it was for, it was for a pump application specialist. We don't even have that right. now, but that's what it was for. And I said to my wife, I said... What do you think? And she says, if you don't go over there and at least sit down and talk to them, you'll, you, you'll wonder why. Right. And so I did, and I talked to Scott, uh, I think, three times. And I just figured out that it was probably best for me that, um, that I do it. And it's a decision that I don't regret because um, it, I enjoy working here. It's fun. Yeah. So how long ago was that? 16 years ago. 16 years. Mm -hmm. The timing is a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all, well, in, one, all in one weekend. Things yeah, I said, to, I said to my wife, I said, you know, maybe this was meant to be because we literally sold it on Friday and on that Sunday. And then I called Scott Monday. Mm. So. Better question is, how in the hell have you stayed employed that long with AY? <laughs> I mean, I that's know, amazing. But I guess, I guess I look at it and I, I see people like you. <laughs> and I, Anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> no, the oh. people around here are awesome. It, yeah. it is like a family. They, they treat everybody like family. And, yeah. um, you know, we can all joke around and we can have fun. And so, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great place to work. Well, Steve, we, we appreciate you t coming in and taking the time to give us your perspective as far as the industry is concerned. And um, we ask that you continue watching our podcast at aymcdonald.com. And if you have any suggestions or thoughts for future podcasts, feel free to email us at after – feel free to email uh, – <laughs> 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 Potsy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Potsy. Uh, Steve, we appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk to us about the industry from your perspective, being out, being out in the field and everything. And um, ask that you continue to watch our podcast at aymcdonald.com. If you have any questions or thoughts or ideas as far as future podcasts, feel free to send us an email at ayafterhours at aymcdonald.com and uh, continue to follow our socials. That was oh. beautiful. You can scrap everything Jeez. before that. The last one. I was like holding my breath. Like, please, please. I only want you to fail so many times and then I start to sweat. <laughs> it's like the first three are funny. After that, I want to throw up. She makes me nervous because I know she's like even eyeball right at me.